1: Here are your hosts, Headmaster Rebecca Hackstrom and co-host Mark Durkin. Well, good evening and thank you for joining us here on Education Nation. I'm your headmaster and host, Rebecca Hagstrom, and it's a privilege to join you this Saturday evening here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Well, back in 2008, Bill Gates, the co-founder of the Microsoft Corporation, American business magnet, investor and philanthropist, um, along with Mark Coleman and another education advocate, embarked on a new approach to transform every public school classroom in America. The trio had the support of many of the nation's top politicians and education leaders. And in one of the swiftest and most remarkable shifts in education policy in U.S. history, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation financed the development of what became known as the Common Core State Standards. In
0: excess of $200 million, the foundation was able to build political wow. support, spreading money to the big teachers unions and business organizations such as the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. And Gates's money went to state and local groups, helping influence policy makers and civic leaders and persuading state governments to make systemic changes. You know, within two years, 45 states and the District of Columbia had fully adopted the Common Core state standards.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. And initially, the movement grew quickly with almost no resistance. But then in the summer of 2013, several Tea Party groups began protesting the standards as the latest intrusion by an overreaching federal government. An anti-Common Core sentiment intensified. And upon its implementation, no pilot was made public before it was taken nationally, and that was actually one of the things. If if our listeners have um, gone back to some of our early shows, we did three shows on Common Core, and that was one of my biggest frustrations with it: is that there was no pilot. In fact, they actually tried to
0: pass it off as though a pilot was released.
1: Yes, it? but well, not really. They just kind of said it was tested. That was their idea of pilot. Um, but they actually asked the states to adopt these standards before they were even written right. back in 2009. Right. So they didn't, the standards, I don't think, even actually came out until 2010 or 11, something right. like that. And so it took a few years for people to really wake up and realize, wow, our our schools are... Being transformed, and we're not even aware of it.
0: Well, the bait there, too, and the carrot that was being dangled was the monies that were being...
1: The race for sh- to the top grants, right. yeah. The grants
0: to also kind of undo the no child left behind from the Bush administration that was deemed as kind of not being very successful.
1: Right, exactly, yes. Yeah. So they were hungry for a way out, the yes. states were. And so they grabbed at pretty much anything. Um, and sadly, this has turned out to be uh, a, a very sad experiment. So Bill Gates acknowledged, finally that after 17 years of quote unquote learning the foundation needed to evolve again on education strategy hmm. that U.S. education has made very little improvement following the trillions of dollars directed towards programs that haven't accomplished much and of course those trillions of dollars is the U.S. taxpayers' dollars. That's
0: quite the experiment. Yes.
1: Yeah, so he has 200 billion into it or was it 200 million into Common Core? Was it million or billion? Million? I guess, in excess of 200 million which is a lot of money and I actually wonder if it's even more than that when you add some of the satellite things right. that are connected to Common Core that he also mm-hmm. funded, um, but compare that to four trillion or to, to the trillions of dollars that were spent by American taxpayers um, towards those prog- programs that really haven't accomplished much. And this morning, we want to take a look at the failed experiment and what the foundation is planning to alter the experiment in the years to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Keyword experiment. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, um, so kind of the strategy behind the Gates nonprofit, their their foundation, um, is that they have a strategy. They've kind of spearheaded the strategy known as advocacy philanthropy. And as the world's richest foundation with assets uh, of $40 billion, and annual giving of around $4 billion, they have a lot of power. Yes, they do. And people are after that money. And sometimes it ends up being the tail wagging the dog. Mm-hmm. And it seems that this has happened a lot in the realm of education with the Gates Foundation is that um, people have ideas that they want to pursue. And if they want his money, then um, they want his support. And then he has a his own ideas of what should be done, and pretty soon he's the one kind of dictating uh, from a sideways glance uh, how things should be done in order to get the money.
0: And again, I think a big frustration that might be there on the parts of, say, educators and politicians is the fact that there are always stalemates at the state legislative level, federally as well, but also... A lot of these states are deep in the red, Mm -hmm. negative in terms Mm -hmm. of the budgets and the monies that they have to put towards education. Not saying that's an excuse to adopt something such as this, Mm -hmm. but you can see where the temptation would arise.
1: Well, and and actually, when you look at those Race to the Top grants, it was pretty limited amounts of money that were being offered, and only a handful of the states actually earned those Race to the Top grants. But because that carrot was out there, Mm -hmm. so many of them raced to adopt it. Uh, And then they ended up finding that there was a lot of expense related to implementing Common Core, which is always what happens. The federal (laughs) government gets gets the states to adopt certain things, and maybe they'll help support them for a year or two. And then suddenly the state is left holding the bag and trying to figure out, how am I going to pay for or how are we going to pay for these new regulations Mm -hmm. that we just uh, had handed down to us. So since 2009, the Gates Foundation um, established and implemented the Common Core. Uh, well, they didn't actually establish it. They funded the establishment of it. And that's a set of centrally mandated curriculum, what's really standards mm-hmm. um, for what children are to learn in each K through 12 grade. The problem is, is that when you create a set of standards, you end up mandating by default the curriculum and the test because the standards have to be measured by the tests and then the tests have to have a curriculum that's going to teach to the test mm-hmm. and we're going to be listening to a quote from bill gates pretty soon that kind of talks about that right and so the results then are linked to the school and the teacher ratings so with common core they were a set of standards that really dictated the tests, which then dictated the curriculum which then also dictated the teacher ratings and the school and they designated low performing schools and some of that came out of no Child Left Behind. They had done some of the similar things, but not so directly connected to the test scores of the students, which was then connected to the teachers themselves.
0: Right. And what was completely Um, that was was a new addition too is that they were trying to, in a sense, have this one model to fit all in terms of the different school districts and states without taking any consideration at all different needs yeah.
1: and that's what big government tends to do oh, one it ever? size fits all <laughs> hmm. sounding familiar in a lot of different realms mm-hmm. um, so anyway according to Bill Gates um, we wanted to listen to this clip here Mark I know that you had something that you right. wanted well, the, to pull yeah, up and,
0: and the initial goal too was is that Gates originally got involved with U.S. education like we said back in 2000 it was a 17 year journey up until this point mm-hmm. for the foundation their number one priority to this day is quote ensuring that all students get a great public education and graduate with the skills to succeed in the workplace. So, Which is a great goal. It is, but on the surface, yes. I find
1: it a little bit arrogant that... Someone who is that successful in business, mm-hmm. completely unrelated MPH to program. education, thinks that they would have all of the solutions to education. I mean, this has been right. an ongoing issue that we're trying to solve here. And I don't, I don't begrudge him um, wanting to get involved and in trying to help solve it, but right. to then try to dictate a one size fits all approach that With a small group of people. Right, with a small group of people doing it. It feels very heavy-handed.
0: Right. So according to Bill Gates, you know, what did this implementation initially look like? Well, let's go ahead and take a listen to this visionary soundbite. Right. We'll only know if this effort has succeeded when the curriculum and tests are aligned to these standards tests are aligned to the common standards the curriculum will line up as well and it will unleash a powerful market of people providing services for better teaching for the first time there'll be a large uniform base of customers looking at using products that can help every kid learn and every teacher get better
1: so the lining up the tests with the curriculum uh so he admitted basically there that that it ends up being a national curriculum, right. which there's a lot of controversy. You know, as a country that was founded on um, individualism and then when our schools got started, the idea of local control, that local communities know what's best for their kids and what they need to learn most. You know, we can't pretend to think that that every community across America should be teaching the very same things. There's just so many variables and so much variability. Um, So he admits in there that really he's establishing a national curriculum. And then he talks about how that is going to unleash this powerful. um, I don't remember what the word he is. He's there, but basically a lot of business from that. And that's what's happened. I remember when common core hit in, in all reality, it was probably 2012, I would say, um, And my email box as a leader, you know, headmaster of a school was quickly being filled with new curriculum, all touting the fact that they were aligned to Common Core State Standards. And I'll tell you, there was a lot of money to be made. And still is, and now that a lot of the tech companies are kind of jumping onto the bandwagon right. as well, and so he admitted that in that quote that this was going to unleash this powerful new wave. Mm-hmm. And um, again, I I applaud his concern for making sure every child in America gets a good education. I share that concern, sure. um, but the way he goes about doing it is so heavy handed and and lacks the transparency and lacks the testing that right. that was and the research. Well, it was never it proven. Up. That's yes, the thing. It was to never say proven. That it was work. Exactly.
0: Well, and again, he had started the foundation's aim to work with educators to better understand their needs and the needs of their students and their communities, and then take the best ideas and "quote unquote" pilot potentially, potentially transformative solutions, mm-hmm. and understand what worked well and what didn't. Again, so this whole thing is just really reeking of experimentation mm-hmm. when you think about that.
1: Yeah. Well, and, you know, we, we've kind of had this trouble in education in general anyway, um, since moving away from the the more classical approach to education, which, of course, dates all the way back to Greco-Roman times. But our early schools in America, our early public schools in America were very much classically based. And since the... Uh, onset of progressivism and the changes in the school systems that began around the 1920s, um, we've seen a lot of change. There's constant change in the schools. um, With the idea of trying to make them better, but I think what gets forgotten is that when we're constantly trying to find the next best thing, it's a moving target, and then the kids are getting, they really are almost like guinea pigs in the classroom. no foundation. Right, right. And that's the beauty of a classical education, is it's time-tested, and it doesn't have to keep changing from year to year, um, I gave a TEDx talk and uh, about three or four four years ago, I think now already. And um, one of the people that was in attendance there came up to me afterwards and said, "You know, I had three children go through the same public school district two years apart in school, and mm. all mm. three of them got a different education." education. Mm. That says a lot. Yes. And what happens to those kids who happen to get caught with one of the bad, the bad curriculum experiments? And what if it's a reading program, or what if it's a new math program? And now suddenly they're at a disadvantage for the rest of their their school years. Yes, and um, it's a real problem. And I, I think this idea of experimentation is a dangerous one when it comes to schools. We need to really be careful what we're launching into the classrooms. Absolutely. We're dealing with real human beings, and this is their only chance at an education. Well, Gates' effort on the Common Core... Um standards like well actually now here it says that the foundation spent more than four million dollars itself 400 million. or four hundred million dollars itself and influenced the four trillion in US taxpayer dollars and we kinda talked about that a little bit earlier and um he put a lot of energy into it himself um not just with speaking and trying to promote it himself but obviously with his money. Um but now after about eight years uh he's come to a few conclusions and eight years of Common Core I should say. And what he has found is that by and large, schools are still falling short on key metrics of a quality education, math scores and English scores, international comparisons and college completion. And it's true. The math scores and English scores have actually gone down uh, since the implementation of Common Core overall. Um, and then Gates believes that the low test scores mask a bigger story. And even though Americans as a whole are lagging in performance, uh, there's one organization, which is the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development um, that says, according to to Gates, Mm -hmm. that when their data is disaggregated uh, by race, they see two Americas, one where American white students are performing along the lines of the best in the world with OECD nations, Finland and Korea, and black and Latino students are performing comparatively to the students in the lowest performing OECD countries of Chile and Greece. And, you know, I I guess I have not seen that data. I know we always talk about the uh, gap in education and that's one of the Mm -hmm. things that we are trying to uh, solve in this country. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have not seen that particular piece of data before. So you uncovered something that I would want to take a look at a little bit more. Um, But I do know that as a whole, American students do tend to uh, perform. As I said, as we've said in previous shows, we're like 24th in reading and and like Twenty seventh in math, something like that. I mean, out of thirty four developed countries, mm-hmm. so I have a hard time believing that that um, we're, that that that's just divided by race. My guess is that probably overall our students are not performing the way some of these other countries are. Well, when
0: I was wondering too, as I was looking at that, I mean, is this basically showing that there's a motivation of social justice underneath in the uh, wanting to put together. Uh, you know, the Common Core mm, curriculum, mm-hmm. because I didn't understand, you know, you're comparing it to how these nations perform, but you're not taking into consideration well, what are the educational um, goals of those nations? You right. Know? I mean, how can you accurately make a comparison to draw that there's this difference between different groups of people by comparing them to nations that you don't even know fully what their educational standards are, and you don't even have any goal you're experimenting here in the United States?
1: Right, right, right. Well, and I hear your point. I actually have not heard that as being their motivation. I think it well I mean I guess in a sense it is because one of the things they're trying to do is close the equity gap in education Um, so sure that's probably a motivation but they're also trying to solve the gap between the U.S. and other countries in the world and what they're basing that on is some of those tests there are these international tests there's two the PISA test um, is one of the biggest ones that we hear most often quoted and so that is a test that all the students are going to be taking it's the same test but you're right the goals of Every country are going to be different right. in terms of what they're expecting, and I think in the U.S., I think there's some question of what is our goal. <laughs> you know, right. I not Sometimes I think you know there's an idea of backwards design where you start with what you want the child to know, right. and then you work backwards. And I think that's what Gates was trying to do with those standards, um, but unfortunately, the standards weren't. Well done, mm-hmm. and so then when you're starting with a flawed product, then everything that's going to come from that is flawed as well. Right. Um, so again, I applaud this desire, uh, but it is it is as we saw, and as he's admitting now, it's it's been unsuccessful.
0: Mm-hmm. And moving forward, you know, Gates on the Common Core initiative, um, he was speaking at the Council of Great City Schools in Cleveland, Ohio. This is where Gates made the concession just last month about. You know, we need to evolve here on Mm -hmm. our education strategy. And he said this quote, and I'll read this quote. He said, We backed the Common Core because we believed and still believe that all students, no matter where they go to school, should graduate with the skills and the knowledge to succeed after high school. It's exciting to see how the standards are being brought to life in schools and classrooms but more needs to be done to fully realize their potential.
1: This quote concerns me so much because what he's basically saying is it failed not because the standards were bad it failed because they weren't being implemented properly and where they're being implemented properly we're seeing results. I would beg to differ Uh, these standards are flawed. Now some of them aren't bad, some of them aren't bad, Um, but we know in reading and and our past research that um, when these standards were put together two different uh, people were asked to sign off on these standards that are experts in their fields. And they yes. were the only experts, by the way, that were in their fields that were asked to look at the standards and only sign the off two. the standards. Mm. Yes. Um, there were there were some educators involved, but a lot of these uh, people that were involved were not um, specialists in the field. So, for instance, in the math standards, um, Dr. James Milgram, who is a professor emeritus of Stanford University, was asked to look at those math standards and give his approval, his stamp of approval, he couldn't do it. He said, no, these are completely unsatisfactory. He actually says that the Common Core math standards cause more confusion than, than teaching and he, he, he compared them very much to some of the older standards that were used in California that led to so many difficult results and then several of the math-based people in California came together and got the math standards rewritten to be more traditional math standards and then they were seeing success and he said this is going to revert us back to those um, years when when the standards were so poorly done that the kids were struggling right. so James Milgram was not willing to do that he was the Only math professor that was asked to take a look at those standards, and then same with the reading. Uh, Sandra Stotsky, Dr. Sandra Stotsky, who, by the way, was responsible for writing what is considered to be some of the best standards in Massachusetts. Uh, She, so she's obviously knows what she's doing. Yes, and she wouldn't write write off or sign off on the. Uh, reading standards, the English language standards. And again, citing many reasons, uh, informational text for one, you know, the the preponderance of requirement for informational text versus uh, creative uh, writing and creative uh, or fictional reading. So she had many more reasons than just that, but those were some of her bigger reasons. So the two people who are experts in their fields uh, were asked to sign off on those two sets of standards, and they refused and couldn't do it. And actually, Sander Stotsky and James Milgram became very vocal then against the standards mm-hmm. after they had that experience. So, and I'm wondering if, if
0: the sentiment from those two experts is maybe what um, um, encouraged Gates to make some of the statements that he made in Cleveland because he followed up that previous quote I just mentioned with, with this. He said, teachers need better curricula and professional development aligned with Common Core. And we see that they benefit the most from professional development when they are working with colleagues to tackle the real problems confronting their students.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So once again, we want to do more training, training with the Common Core. Mm-hmm. And um, I would really encourage our listeners to go back and listen to those first three, or not first three shows, but three shows on Common Core that we did probably a year and a half ago or so and understand why we are opposed to the Common Core State Standards. And what I see is that when you don't see something that is successful, why would you continue to push it harder and harder and harder? Right. Do you think that by getting it more integrated that you're going to actually have better success? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think that you would see less success. And, again, that's not to say that there isn't anything good in the standards. There's sure. some great parts of the standards. But overwhelmingly, um, the idea is that they're not good, and and that's what he is seeing as well. Bill Gates.
0: So – the question then arises, how does the Gates Foundation plan on doing this? Well, his plan is to no longer invest directly in new initiatives based on teacher evaluations. Again, remember, part of this was based on the performance. Mm-hmm. Teachers would be rewarded accordingly with high you know, score performances mm-hmm. or they would be facing some measure of, right. uh, of punishment. <laughs>
1: Which, by the way, takes a lot of the teacher individualism out of the classroom. And that's one of the reasons why teachers were up in arms. You do some Google searches on what do teachers think of Common Core? And you'll see letters, people, lots of teachers resigning, uh, lots of teachers crying out that, um, they're, they're being basically told what to say even in the classroom. So the curriculums are so scripted that they've lost their, um, Their creative, their creativity, their ability to read their students and adjust to their students. And of course, the reason for that is because they're being tested on this material and then they're being judged as the teachers on that material. So they had to take the individual differences away, but that is the essence of teaching and that personal relationship between a teacher and a student, and that teacher being able to make adjustments as necessary as they know their students and know what they need.
0: Right, Mm -hmm. right. It was just becoming about the numbers and the result uh, devoid of the relationship. And so um, this uh, abandonment of teacher accountability also arose, too, because teachers' unions, they fought back against the evaluation piece. So instead, you know, the foundation will continue to gather data on the impact of these systems and encourage the use of these systems to improve instruction at the local level. Mm-hmm. Um, this notion of experiment was recently reiterated by Rick Hess, who is the director of education policy at the American Enterprise Institute. Again, now, they were a recipient of over $6 million in Gates Foundation grants. And Hess had said, quote, we do have to experiment. We do have to learn things. We want to have people put their time and energy and resources into making schools better. Mm-hmm. Former, Go ahead. I'm well, back.
1: I was just going to say, I actually read one of his books. Um, I actually just spent a leadership conference at the AEI in Washington, D.C. This, this fall and read Hess's book. And he has a vast body of experience, many, many, many years of experience. And so I know that his heart is in the right place. And I think when he uses the word experiment, I don't think he's talking about it the same way that we are with Common Core. I think his desire is to be um, more careful up front before getting these things into the classrooms right uh, his his he's he's got some excellent thoughts
0: right um, yeah and president you know former President Bush's education policy advisor uh, Zaev Werman I mean, mm-hmm. he went ahead and said that this this notion of experimenting is in the right place mm-hmm. but his concern was is that it becomes a different story when money is used to leverage public money yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he said quote it's different when a private actor such as Gates uses his money to leverage public money some 600 billion dollars of it for his own." Relatively small investment of few tens of millions every year to steer the public money to implement mediocre curricula and ill thought out programs born of feverish imagination and ignorance, and yet that is precisely the track record and the explicit acknowledgement of Mr. Gates. Hmm.
1: Zeev Werman,
0: Zeev Werman, wow. George W. Bush. He doesn't
1: yes. mince any words, does he? <laughs> um, I wish I would have known about that back at the time. Uh, interesting that, to hear his thoughts, and it's it's nice to hear that he understands that. And I think it's, think it's something that we really need to be paying close attention to, that where do you draw that line with a private foundation funding something that is so vast in in our nation, Um, again, it goes back to that idea of the tail wagging the dog. I just I think that's a dangerous, a dangerous realm. And there needs to maybe be some thought about how we want to uh, move forward with those kinds of things.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, over the next five years, the foundation says it will spend one point seven billion dollars additionally in which 60 percent of this money is now expected to support the development, as we said earlier, new curriculum and networks of schools that would work together to identify local problems and solutions. Mm.
1: Gates believes that the high-quality curricula can improve student learning and has the greatest impact with students of inexperienced and lower-performing teachers. And that's probably true. But according to Joy Pullman at the Federalist, this curricula will be explicitly tied to Common Core and its cousin, the Next Generation Science Standards. And the latter afforded, so the Next Generation Science Standards, afforded a C grade by the Thomas B. Fordham Institute. So... I mentioned earlier that we had, you know, James Milgram and Sandra Stotsky who can't sign off on math and uh, the English language ones, and now we get and a we C grade Institute, for right. the science uh, ones, too. So, so far, we're kind of striking out here, three yeah. for three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, anyway, another prob- problem- problematic, excuse me, scenario concerning the next generation science standards is the alignment of its math with the common core state standards for mathematics. So, in other words, it is all tied together, mm-hmm. um, which is something Somewhat problematic.
0: So, touching on this point again, this concern with this goal of high quality curricula. High-quality curricula is proven by results. So what results has Common Core's implementation produced?
1: Well, oh, and that's the sad fact is that, sadly, it's it has not produced results. It's actually led to decreased test scores in the realm of both math and reading.
0: And this aspiration of new curricula development within Common Core fits within the confines also of heavy regulations. Mm-hmm. So how can Gates all of a sudden ensure quality if he doesn't have the ability to predict quality? Right, yeah. right. Well, in summary, the implementation of Common Core has been experiential and media. At best and the process of acute philanthropy has bypassed the founding principles of American government, which depends on the consent of the governed.
1: hmm Yes. We want transparent in our educational system, don't we? Yes, we do. Not opaque. So thanks for listening today and join us again next week
0: on Education Nation.